Stepping out of your comfort zone and meeting new people can be one of the hardest things to do. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the College of Life podcast. This is season two, episode two coming at you today. We're moving further and further into season two, and it feels really good to be back and churning out these episodes after that short little hiatus that I took not too long ago. But before we get too far into this episode, I do want to go ahead and say that I feel like shit today. I feel terrible. So I'm going to do my best to go ahead and pump out one of these episodes just so you guys have more stuff to listen to out there. But if my voice is a little raspy, the energy isn't that great today, go ahead and cut me a break. It's been a rough three weeks. Now today, we are talking about meeting new people. Because why not? You know, college, honestly, for a lot of us, is right around the corner. One of the toughest things to do in college is go out and meet new people, make new friends. In fact, that's why they devote a whole week to just freshmen. I have a bunch of friends here in town who are going out to college like a week earlier than me, and I keep asking them, why, why are you doing that? Why are you leaving so early? What's going on? And then I remember they're freshmen. They are freshmen. So their college is going out of their way to make them come to campus a week early just so they can do a whole bunch of cool stuff, host a bunch of events, and hope that they'll go out and meet new people. Now, I want to go ahead and lay out some background for myself as far as meeting new people goes. Honestly, if you talk to most of the people I really know, they'll probably tell you that I'm one of the most sociable people out there. That's just how I am. I can hold a conversation really well, and I'm really good at just spitballing, even if I've never met you. However, if I'm going to be completely honest, I don't like meeting new people. I don't like having random conversations with strangers, having to act nice and introduce myself to all these people. I would rather hang out with the people that I know so greatly, the people that I've gotten so close to in life, and spend some quality time with them instead of growing my network of people. However, that's just not really an option. So what I did is I went ahead and figured out why I don't like meeting new people, right? The why is always important. First off, like I said, I love where I am and the people already in my life. I don't need to expand my friend group and all that stuff because I already feel pretty confident and secure where I am. Next up, I'm scared of rejection, as I'm sure 90% of people are out there. Rejection is a scary feeling. And to have to put yourself out there to people that you've never met, you have no clue what they're going to say, how they're going to react to how you are as a person, that can be a scary feeling. And third, I value my alone time. I really do. I truly enjoy sitting in my room, recording a podcast, working on my business, watching some funny videos, whatever it is. I enjoy being by myself to my own thoughts for at least some time in the week. Now, that's just me personally. You guys, I mean, to be honest, you don't have to go out and constantly meet new people. You don't have to. What you do have to do, though, is be aware of your own situation and how it is trending. So, in life, we are essentially all running our own race. Whatever you want to do in that race is up to you. If you want to go out and meet new people, but you just don't know how, we're going to talk about that. If you would rather sit inside and do your own thing in your own way, we're going to talk about that. No matter what, the important part is to make sure you know what you would rather be doing and how to go about doing that. Because as always, a recurring theme of this podcast is that you got to be doing whatever you want to be doing. So a lot of people in life want to go out and make as many friends as they can. This situation is especially prevalent in a person's transition into college, right? You're going to go out, you're going to lose about 80% of the people you know, if not more. And then you're going to be sat in front of a crap ton of random strangers that you've never met that all could be your new so-called friends. The interesting thing about college is that you are literally going in with a blank slate. Unless you end up staying in some local community college close to your hometown, what's going to happen is you're going to go off to that campus however far away, and you're going to have so many blank slates staring you down. If that doesn't sound a little bit intimidating, you're fooling yourself. 
So that's why I wanna talk about meeting new people today and just exactly how you could go about doing that. Meeting new people and networking is one of the best things you can do to get your name out there, honestly. However, this really can be scary. For some, it will just come naturally. For others, not so much. If you're one of those people that struggles with striking up a conversation and hitting it off with a random stranger, I may or may not have some tips that you can use. Now, before we go into this, I wanna once again echo this. I've said it a million times, but I'm gonna say it again. I don't know shit. A lot of people out there in life don't know shit. That's just how it is. But I'm going to be honest enough to tell you right now that I just Googled all of this information. I have no clue what I'm talking about other than my own personal experience over these last 20 years and the intense Googling that I did over the last 30 minutes before this podcast started. So take this information as you may. But I do know that some of it is right and some of it definitely could help. The first tip that I got for meeting new people is that you got to understand that the fear is made in your head. That feeling of being scared when you're intimidated of introducing yourself to this random stranger, that's completely manufactured in your head. This stranger doesn't look at you and go, you need to be scared if you're going to talk to me. At least, hopefully not, because if they do, don't talk to them anyways. But for 99.99999% of people out there, there's no reason to be scared to talk to them. So the best thing you can do is realize that that fear that you're feeling, that whole feeling is made up in your head. Understand that there's no reason to be that way and go ahead and move forward. Tip number two is put yourself in comfortable situations that will push more people to you. So it's a lot harder for you to go out and chase new people if you're scared than it is for people to come to you. What I mean by this is sign up for clubs, you know, do things that you enjoy. If you like going to the gym, go to the gym. If you like robotics, sign up for robotics club. If you like reading, spend more time in the library. Putting yourself in these comfortable situations of the stuff that you enjoy is going to push people towards you that are attracted to the same thing. And honestly, it is so much easier to hit it off with somebody that you have things in common with than somebody that relates to you 0% whatsoever. The third tip is you got to be interested. Not interested in yourself, interested in the other person. I've had a lot of conversations in life. I've had conversations with people that love to talk to me, and I've had conversations with people that love to talk. There is a huge difference, all right? I'm sure everybody else out there can relate to having that conversation with the person that loves to talk. And honestly, it gets to the point to where I just, I don't want to talk to them anymore. So if you're going out there to meet new people, make new friends, you know, expand your social network, one of the best things you can do is be interested in the person that you're talking to. Now, this person might not be inherently interesting, but if you're following tip number two and you're putting yourself in those comfortable situations, hopefully you're going to have something in common with this person that you can show interest towards. And number four is you got to be yourself. I'm sure you guys have heard this a million times over and over, but if you're not being yourself, there's no point in having the conversation. Whoever you are as a person, that's what you got to rock. If you're a band nerd, rock it. If you're a skate rat, rock it. If you love going out and partying all the time, quite literally rock it. But whatever makes you, you, is what's going to make that person interested in you. And honestly, you can only spitball so much if you're trying to make stuff up on the fly. The best thing you can do is be honest, be yourself, and have a genuine conversation just to start everything off. And then when you finally get this conversation going, you're being yourself, you're showing some interest, what you got to do is keep the small talk going, right? A lot of conversations these days are just one, two sentences, all right, goodbye, see you, have a nice day. Now, there's nothing inherently wrong with that, but if you're trying to expand your social network, if you're trying to make friends, meet all these new people, what you got to do is keep the small talk going. And this 
personally is something that I've gotten so good at just because I have a few things to fall back on. I think everybody else out there should too. Some of my fallbacks are the weather. You can always comment on this week's weather compared to last week's. The other person's history, like where they're from, what they're interested in, stuff like that. And then just being honest is honestly one of my best fallbacks. Being like, hey, small talk sucks, or I am not good at meeting new people, but I would like to meet you. My name's Joseph. Because I promise you, the vast majority of people out there can greatly relate to the same struggles that you're going through in meeting new people. Very few people want to put themselves out there and just be the first person to initiate a conversation. So one of the most relatable things is just to go in and start off by saying, I suck at meeting new people. And then when your conversation's finally coming to a close, you might as well plan something for the future. If you're genuinely interested in this person, and it seems like they genuinely show interest in what you're talking about, might as well plan something for the future. Whether that be going out for coffee, going bowling, or even out to the lake one day. Planning something for the future ensures and holds you accountable to meeting this person later down the line. That is when you know you got a new friend. And then finally, you got to get away to keep in contact, right? If you have these plans for the future, sometimes stuff comes up. So what you got to do is grab that person's Snapchat, phone number, Instagram, something like that, just so you have a way to contact them in case something was to happen. And then, voila, you made yourself a new friend. Guys, I know it's genuinely not that easy, but the more you do it, the easier and easier it gets. And honestly, take whatever combination of those seven tips that I just gave you and use whatever you feel helps you best. And some of you might be listening out there right now like, I don't have problems meeting new people. That's not a struggle for me. Why the hell am I listening to this? Well, let me tell you what. This next part's for you. Let's say you're one of those people that goes out all the time. You're so sociable. You have so many friends. You meet all these new people. And you honestly never spend any time with yourself. After doing all the research that I did throughout that entire 30 minutes, I've definitely discovered that it is just as bad to be that far down the spectrum as it is to not meet any new people whatsoever. Alone time is actually super, super important for you. In fact, Forbes has an entire article about all the ways you can benefit from increasing your alone time. So if you think that you might want to increase how much time you spend with yourself and your own thoughts, I might have a few tips for you to try out. Number one, be your own source of validation. This is definitely something that I have discovered is super important since entering college. In high school, you have so many friends, so many people constantly around you that you see every day that are going to give you some sort of confidence or feedback as to who you are as a person. But when you go to college, those people just disappear. They're not there anymore. So you got to figure out really, really quick how to be your own source of validation, how to look yourself in the mirror and say, I am awesome. Because in life, you should be your own biggest cheerleader. So when you spend this alone time with yourself, don't use it to get down on yourself. Use it to build yourself. And then you got to grab some hobbies or some projects, something that you can do to, you know, start from the beginning and build all the way to the finish. There is nothing more gratifying than putting together some sort of project, hobby, something like that, and seeing it through all the way to the end, actually succeeding on what you wanted to accomplish, especially if it's some kind of hobby that you enjoy. Stuff out there like making music, knitting mittens, building with Lincoln Logs, playing with race cars. Guys, I don't care what it is, but if you find something that you're interested in that makes you happy to do alone, that's awesome. Tip number three, though, is to stay off your dang phone. If you're trying to spend alone time with yourself, put the phone away. The phone is honestly just more access to other people. You're not truly thinking and being alone, enjoying your alone time if you're on your phone. Scrolling through Instagram, seeing what Jody said about Caitlyn's picture in London, that doesn't support you building up your own confidence, enjoying your own alone time. So when you are spending that time by yourself in your own room, wherever you are, make sure that you stay off the phone. Now, speaking of wherever you are, 
The next tip, tip number four, is go on an adventure. One of the most enjoyable things that I've done since entering college is go on a solo trip across the country by myself. There's something to be said about having the power to go where you want, when you want. Now, it doesn't have to be an adventure as big as that. You don't have to cross the entire country. Maybe just run down to the coffee shop, grab a coffee, and then drive around until you're done driving around. But you have that ability to take a right turn when you want. Take a left turn when you want. Go straight if that's what you want to do. Because in that moment, you are the only person that matters. And as long as you're not causing danger to other people on the road, you might as well enjoy your time. But going on an adventure, changing your scenery, can really freshen up those thoughts you're having about yourself and the way you view your alone time. My next tip for alone time is that you gotta treat yourself, right? If you're gonna be alone, there's no reason to sit in bed and do nothing. Although that's exactly what I've been doing over the past three weeks because I've had no option. You should absolutely find a way to treat yourself. Maybe you run a nice warm bath. Maybe you order your favorite pizza. Or maybe you just dance alone in the dark to your favorite music. Whatever it is, as long as it's something that you enjoy, treating yourself in your alone time can be one of the most valuable things to really building how you view your own person. Guys, let me tell you, I have had plenty of dance parties alone in the dark. That is exactly how I have gotten so bad at dancing, and I know it. And finally, you just gotta be aware. Sometimes when you spend too much alone time with yourself, it can really feel like you're starting to miss out on other things. Like you're not as cool as you used to be. Like maybe you're not having that much fun. So when you're spending this time just completely by yourself in your own head, make sure you're taking time to check in, figure out how you're feeling, and that everything is going okay. There's no reason to be sad just for being alone, but sometimes it happens. So the best thing you can do is just make sure you're checking in occasionally and seeing how your mental state is. But whether you value alone time or social events more, it's important to find a healthy balance of both. You can't show off the best you if you never get out of your dorm or your house and introduce yourself to other people. And you also can't be the best you if you're constantly running around with other people, never taking time to appreciate your own company. So guys, that's all I've really got today. I really hope that any of those 13 tips that I laid out today can really help you out when you want to meet new people or meet the new you. I want to go ahead and say thank you guys so much for tuning into this episode of the College of Life podcast. I hope my voice wasn't too rough and I hope I brought enough energy today. I've definitely been trying. But I do want to go ahead and share some big news with everybody. By this time next week, my own personal business venture will be public. And guys, honestly, that blows my mind. I've been pouring sweat, tears, and hard work into this thing since April. I have put so much money into it, and I'm really hoping that everything just goes great. I have no doubt that it will. I'm going to keep a positive mindset, and it's going to be a great time. But once again, I want to thank you guys so much for listening to the College of Life podcast. We are always working so hard here to improve in whatever way we can. Once again, I'll remind you of that big change that's coming up soon that's going to completely change how you view this podcast. Guys, as always, I will be back next week, next Tuesday, with another episode of the College of Life podcast. Do your best to share this around with anybody that you think could be interested. To my 15% of people that view on Apple Podcasts, leave a comment if you want. Up to you. The 80% that view on Spotify, sorry, they don't do comments. Shoot me an email. But until next week, guys, enjoy your time so much, and I will see you then.